their hands together in this place. Is there anybody happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Can we just stand to our feet? Hallelujah. If you're grateful to be in the house of the Lord, can you just put your hands together in this place? Can somebody just shout hallelujah? Can somebody just shout hallelujah? We're here to praise and worship the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Well, we want to welcome you to Christ and the church. We're here to worship and praise the name of Jesus, the one and true living God. Amen. Somebody just look at your neighbor real quick and say, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many know the presence of the Lord is already here right now? How many know the presence of the Lord is already here? Hallelujah. We're going to continue to invite the presence of the Lord here. We invite you to engage in our praise and worship. Don't just be a spectator. You didn't come. You didn't come to look nice just to watch us up here. You came to participate and get what you need. Amen. Amen. Let's praise him. Can we put our hands together in this place? Come on. Everybody clap your hands. Help me sing, sing. The presence of the presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord is here. And I feel him in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord. Put your hands together in this place. He's here right now. Hallelujah. Sing the spirit of the spirit of the Lord is here. The spirit of the Lord. And I feel him in.
gonna get my the presence of the presence of the Lord is here. Now somebody put your hands together in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's continue to worship the Lord Jesus. According to Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and forevermore. What a wonderful God we serve. Right? He knows our needs. And we're here. We just took a few hours out of our busy schedule just to give him some attention. When he's given us attention every single day, every moment of every day, he is looking out for us. All we can do is just to worship and to honor him. Amen? We're here. I just want to extend a very warm welcome to every single one of you. You look beautiful. Online guests, we also welcome you. And we're here together just to give him worship. Can't we just make up our minds today just to worship him? Can't we just say today we're going to be focused on him? Let us not leave the same way that we came in. Can't we all just put our hands and agree to that? That it will not be about us today, but it will be about God today. And if there's someone that's sitting beside you that you know does not have the joy of the Lord, don't brag on them, but just help them so they too can experience. So let us stay focused on God today and to bring someone else so we all can be joyful in the Lord today. Amen. Now let's just go to the Lord in prayer for those, anyone with a prayer request that have a need. Let's just put the hands up. Those online, feel free to plug it into the chat. And we want to keep in mind, we want to pray for Shaveen. Her brother just died in Jamaica. So let's keep them in prayer. We want to keep Janet Williams. That's my sister. She's going through, I'm telling you, the devil is on the attack. But we know that God is a deliverer. He is a healer. She's scheduled to have surgery this week. I want you all on Thursday. Please keep her in her prayers that, 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 you know, God will touch the hand of the surgeon and whatever complication there is, that he will do what he must do as he is God. Amen. Let's also keep Sister Hilton and her family in prayer. Her nephew died this week. So, you know, during time of loss, it's not easy. And for those of you who have her number, please feel free to reach out and encourage her. And we also want to keep Mr. Audilano in prayer. Okay, he had a stroke. And we just want to pray that God will touch him. He's in the hospital. We don't know if he knows God. But let's just pray that God will heal him and give him a chance to come to know him. Amen. Now let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Heavenly Father, Most High God, the Great Healer, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Lord God, you know everything. Lord, you are El Shaddai. Lord God, you are our provider. Lord, we thank you, O God, for the opportunity that you have given unto us to come before you. Lord, as your children, we acknowledge you, our Heavenly Father. God, you look out for us every moment of every day. And God, we're here, Lord, to surrender our will and our way to you. Father, we humbly come before you. Lord God, we know you are righteous. And our righteousness is as filthy rags before you. So God, we humbly repent. And we ask you that you will forgive us of every sin that we've committed against you, Lord Jesus. We ask you, Lord God, that you will wash us clean, that our prayers will not be hindered. We're here, almighty God, to tap into your glory today, God. We're here, Lord Jesus, because we want to walk according to your divine destiny that you've predestined for us. So, God, we're here to take the time out, Lord, to worship and adore you because all the glory and all the honor, God, it belongs to you. So, Father, we ask you today, Lord, that you will hear us. We know your presence is already here, but we're asking you today, God, for your manifested presence, God. Let us feel, oh God, your Shekinah glory come down and dwell amongst us, oh Father God. Lord God, we don't want to be here just, Lord, for the norm. But God, we want a shift in our spirit, Lord Jesus. We ask your mighty God that you will fill our cups, Lord, as we open up our hearts, Lord Jesus, to you. I pray today, Almighty God, you will dispatch your angels around the perimeter of this place, oh God. Let this place be on fire, God. Lord God, let there be a drawing for those that are drawn, that are driving by, that somehow they will be pulled, Almighty God, and will be drawn to come to know you, Lord God. I pray, oh God, you will bless the remaining portion of our service. Almighty God, anoint the praise and worship team, Lord to sing to the glory and honor of your name. Touch every person in the congregation, oh God. Let there be a yearning and a hunger in the spirit, almighty God, to speak for more spiritual things, oh Father. I pray, oh God, for your manservant that as he steps behind the pope, God, that, Lord, you will anoint him, that, God, he will speak the unadulterated word of God. Lord God, I pray for every person be someone that will be filled with the gift of the Spirit today, God. Let someone decide to put on your name in water baptism. Oh, God, we submit everything to you right now. Have your way, God, as we continue to worship and bless your name in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God.
worship him? Can we just lift up our hands and just worship him this morning? The presence of the Lord is in the room. The presence of the Lord is here right now. Jesus, you're here right now. You're in the room. You're in the room, Jesus. Do what you want to do, Lord. Do what you want to do, Lord. Have your way. Get up and praise the Lord. 
somebody sing that out this morning. Say, come on, my, come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. Cause you got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Oh, come on, my, come on, my, come on, my soul. Somebody just push us a little bit further this morning. Can somebody just push a little bit further? God wants to touch somebody in the room right now. If you could just push a little bit further. You're not here to hold back your praise, your worship. He's been too good to you. You weren't supposed to be here this morning. In spite of that situation, that whatever it looks like, you got a reason to praise Him this morning. You got a reason to praise Him this morning. Come on, lift up your worship in the room. Lift up your worship in the room. Come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. You got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Sing, come on, my soul. Come on, my soul. Don't you get tired of feeling up your lungs. You got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and
church we are a growing church amen and it's important that we stay connected stay together um, as we are in still this infancy stage in church years it's important that we stay connected that everyone knows what's going on at Christ Center Church behind me you're getting ready to see a few ways that you can stay connected with us uh, whether it's on Facebook whether it's on YouTube like our page it helps just get us out more to the people that are around where you where you live, the community where we're at. Um, to the bottom of the screen as well, there is a QR code. Amen. For those that 
are 40 and under, maybe 50. I'm I'm not going to play you guys like that. Everybody may have seen what a QR code is. It's easy enough if you take out your camera, not take a picture of it, but if you just hover over the QR code, you'll see a link that you can click. If you're not already a part of our uh, texting platform, um, take a picture of that or scan that. You'll be able to put your information in. That will be a way for us to be able to send you some alerts, some things that are coming up um, at Christ Center Church, quick events. If there's something that the pastor or someone wants you to know, uh, we'll send out that text. You can save that number when you see coming out. Um, You should get a text tomorrow as well. Um, But if you're not already a part of our Max uh, text platform for Christ Center Church, that's an easy way just to stay connected. Amen. If you need help with signing up or taking a picture, you can see me, you can see Sister Patrice or anybody in the audiovisual booth. You can see one of our greeters. They'll be happy to assist you. Amen. Somebody say discipleship series. Amen. We're continuing our discipleship series. It happens every Tuesday, whether you're new in the church, whether you've been here for a little while. Um, Our previous time were on Tuesdays at 8.30. It is now Tuesdays at 7.30. Um, There will be a text that goes out tomorrow just as a reminder for Tuesday and the Zoom link uh, for you to join. Um, I think it's a great way for us to dive deeper in the world. It goes beyond just being here on Sunday mornings. It goes beyond just being here on Wednesday evenings for midweek service. It's important just for us to dive into the world and more on a personable level. Um, you can ask your questions that you may or may not feel comfortable to ask here on Sundays. Um, that's a great platform for you just to dive into the word deeper. Amen. Um, just diving into a quick couple quick events. I'm getting out the way. This past Friday, we had a prostate cancer event. Um, It is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, and we had a representative from Rutgers Cancer Institute that came. We had a great time for those that were here. Um, It seemed like it was real informal. Um, A lot of information was given, and those are the kind of things that we need when we talk about building a community. We have these things. We have to be able to have resources and those information available for people to know. Amen. Yesterday, we had a prayer walk event titled Operation Hamilton. We had a group from our church um, in one accord aiming to touch the community through prayer. You can see some of the pictures here, some of the folks that were with us just walking around the community in Hamilton and praying. Can we just put our hands together for those that came out yesterday morning? Amen. This is another way just for us to be able to stay involved. And the last thing that I'll mention, last Sunday we had our Move the Missions Ultimate Game Day for our youth. We had over 60 young people that were here. Amen. People from our church, our youth, their friends. We had some other churches that brought their youth. We had our youth president uh, come out. It was a great time. Um, We're going to play a short video behind me as we get ready for offering, but just for you to see a quick recap. But it's important for us to stay connected, get involved. As we are a young, growing church, there's still a lot of ways that you can be connected and stay involved. You need to know that there's a community here. If you have suggestions, if you want to find a way to get involved, see me, see Sister Patrice, see our audiovisual, find somebody that's here, and stay connected. Amen? Amen.
Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give honor unto the Lord. Amen. This morning, amen. We want to greet everyone this morning one more time. So glad to have everyone in the house of God to praise and to magnify the Lord with us. Amen. We're going to ask our visitors that are here for the first, second, and third time, if you can stand. Amen. Good to Sister Aris. I'm going to ask you to stand, Sister Aris. That's good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. First, second, and third time, yes. Amen. Look around. Give him a round of applause. So honored to have you with us this morning to praise and to magnify the Lord. Amen. Truly, um, you know, uh, this Friday I had the privilege of watching a, 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 a service um, down in Florida. One of our leaders in our organization, Bobby Stewart. Most of you, some of you probably know him. He had um, he had a uh, what kind of service? He had a appreciation service, lack of a better term. Um, but you know, I, I was watching. They were doing this while they were doing the service. They, they, um, you know, I, I've known Bobby Stewart for a very long time, and I've been to his facility down in Miami, in Florida, and um, he has a great facility down there. In fact, um, so when he was uh, coming up, uh, I don't want to say he was retiring, but he was passing the mantle on. And, and for those of us, I mean, so many times our pastor talk about, you know, having young people or having the next generation, so to speak, that you can pass the mantle on. So when we move on, there is someone that carrying the gospel. The one thing that he said when he was reading his note, I will not stop being an apostolate. I believe in Acts 2.38 message, and I'll continue to preach, repent, and be baptized in the name of Jesus. He said, I will continue to believe in holiness. And only if we can establish those foundations into our next generation, they will be able to continue this message. If we are not there to establish these foundations, there won't be no one when we move on to carry the gospel of Jesus Christ. This gospel shall not return void. It's going to go on. It's going to go on to the young, to the old, whosoever will, will hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we, 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 we honor everyone that is there this morning. And if there's a young person that is there that has an intention to be involved in the ministry, see Brother Oscar. See one of us. Amen. We want to make sure we can train you, we can pass on the message on to you, so that you can take it and run with the message. Amen. Amen. So everyone say, it's offering time. Amen. The one thing that I'm going to ask you this morning is to give a good offering this morning. Amen. Give a good offering. Invest in what you believe. Amen. If I believe in something, I'm going to be investing it. I remember years ago when I was in corporate America, working in corporate America, I used to involve in 401k as a retirement that you give. You contribute a dollar in or they match you a dollar, whatever you contribute. But invest into the Lord this morning. If you invest in the Lord, you will see what the Lord will do for you. Don't be stingy. Be a generous giver. The Lord loves a generous giver. Amen. So we're going to invite you all, if you can stand with us this morning, as we get ready to receive the offering this morning. Don't forget, if you're paying electronic, you can go in the back. We have two ladies back there. You can see them by the devices back there. Amen. Feel free to, amen, go by if you're paying electronically. If you want to give you tithes and offering, and uh, we have a basket laid up in the front. Feel free to come and be a blessing this morning. Amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we love you. 
we thank you for what we have already felt in this place, oh God. As we're about to receive this morning's offering, we ask your blessing upon every giver. Oh God, every, those who have to give and those who have not likewise, we ask you to open up doors like never before. Continue to bless this facility, Lord God. Continue to make ways when there seems to be no way. Lord God, we give you all the glory. Lord God, we give you all the honor. For your grace and your greatly to be praised. Lord God, we thank you in advance. Oh God, and as we continue to worship you, we ask your will to be done. Not our will, but your will to be done. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. Everybody said amen. Amen. Continue to bring your tithes and offering unto the Lord.
Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm going to invite everyone if you could stand with us at this time. Amen. Praise God. We're going to invite you if you can stand with us at this time. Amen. So glad one more time to welcome everyone in the house of God. Amen. So glad to be a part of what God is doing in this hour. Amen. Praise God. At this time, I have the honor and the privilege, amen, to introduce our speaker this morning. So glad to have with us, amen, our home, home grown minister, Minister Bradley, is going to come and is going to minister, is going to preach the word, whatever the Lord laid on his heart. Everyone said, God bless Brother Bradley as he preached this morning. In Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Come on, let's put our hands together for the Lord today. Hallelujah. If I could sing, I would sing a, a hymn, which many of us may not know, but uh, I'm not going to sing. But... Uh, <laughs> You're tempting me. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I know the song that says, uh, the, one of the stands, it says, His oath, His covenant, His blood supports me in the whelming flood. All around my soul will give way. He then is my hope and stay. On Christ, hallelujah. The solid rock I stand. All of the ground. And when he shall come, hallelujah, with trumpet sounds, oh, may I then, in him, not them, in him, in him, we won't see three persons, we'll see in him we'll find, dressed in his righteousness alone, hallelujah, faultless to stand before his throne. These are scriptural songs, saints of God. These are not songs inspired by, I don't know, but these are strictly from the book. And if we can stick to the book, we'll just be all right. Is that right, saints of God? We'll be all right. No, we don't have to be like back in the day, but we can just kind of be blended, you know, like a blender. You know, when you have a, a good smoothie, you got everything in it because <laughs> we're multi-generational, but Hey, that's, that's my, my pet peeve. But at the same time, boy, there's nothing like I was just meditating on the songs of the past. And man, when I begin to think of the goodness of Jesus, all that he's done for me. I can't help it because I was born in this, so I can't run away. I can't become non-denominational or uh, influenced by Scientology or... New Age, I, I, I just know I'm, I'm, I'm born apostolic, I'm going to remain apostolic, and my children will be apostolic, <laughs> and my children's children are going to be apostolic. I, I don't know about you, I, I need somebody to understand that it's all in Him. Listen, I don't know about you, but I know that the fullness of the Godhead bodily is all up in Jesus, and this shouldn't be just kept for us and not extend it to our, our generations after us. Because these are the generations of them that will seek him, that shall seek his face, O Jacob. Uh, I give God praise. You be seated in the presence of the Lord. We thank God for what he's done. And we just pray that God will have his way today. 
I really give God thanks for what he has established in this house. This is a special house. We have uh, a special man that is leading us, he and his wife, and we give God thanks for their and their absence. Let's put our hands together for our, our bishop and pastor. You can do a little bit better than that. Can we give God praise for our bishop and pastor? And um, it's more so we have to kind of transition in him. Uh, you will not embrace this, but it's biblical. You know, when the elders that lead well and rule well, they shall be honored with a double honor. And there's like a transition whenever the Lord is doing something in someone's life. He transitions in them from where they are, but to like a fatherly like figure in the kingdom of God. And the scripture does says in the book of Corinthians, that says, we have many teachers, but not but very few fathers. And uh, when he meant by fathers, he meant by those who are spiritually governing and covering and who are called by God. And it's so important because if a, if a natural father would not be reckless and careless to lead his children astray, then it means that there's very few of them because... There's a temptation to say it's not my responsibility, but we give God thanks for what God is doing in this vineyard, in this vineyard through our pastor. We give God thanks for him, and we give God thanks for those who serve. I really feel pregnant today, saints of God. I'm not, I'm not saying that as of, of, out of making you smile, but I really am chewing on this thing. I don't really focus on coming behind pulpits to minister. I just love thinking about the things of God. And I pray that you pray for me. I pray that you pray for me that God will do a new thing today. I believe there's a Holy Ghost outpouring going to happen in this church. And I believe it was spoken. And I believe that we are in the season of that. Um, we'll just trust in God when, it will, uh, when he will uh, manifest himself. Uh, we just have to make ourselves appliable and available uh, to what God is going to do. It's not for our glory. It's for the sake of Hamilton. I said it's not for us to be satisfied and, 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 and feel great about how we feel. It's for the city. It's for the sake of someone that we have not touched. And that someone is going to be reached by the message and by the impact that we will make in this community and in the surrounding communities going forward, because our, our, our cords are about to lengthen, saints of God. I'm not here to speak prophetically, but I believe our cords are about to lengthen. Our stakes are going to get deeper, and our, and, our, and our tent, our tent is about to expand. Can you believe God for that today? We are going to see it. Some of you don't understand what I'm saying, but trust me, just wait a little while. Just wait a little while, and let's believe God, those who understand. Let's believe God. Let's come together. Let's Let's uh, look into the scripture today. We don't have a short time, but I'm just going to declare some statements today, and we believe, God, he will do the rest. We want someone saved today, saints of God. We want someone saved today, and we want someone seeing, saying it was a good thing to come into God's house. We'll read the scriptures from verse Kings chapter 19. I'll read in your hearing verses 8 through, through verses, no, I'm sorry, verses We'll read from verses 9 through verse 13, and I'll read in your hearing. I also give God praise for my lovely wife, who is serving. God bless her, and I thank God for her. I thank God for her. She's just a completion to me, a completion. 
And verse 9 says, And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What dost thou hear, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rock before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. Take note of that. And after that, the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. You want to take note of that. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering uh, in the inn of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, what dost thou hear, Elijah? Today, I want you to focus on today's message on this thought. God needs your attention. I don't know how long and how much of hollering or whatever people would say. I just pray that it will hit something in your spirit. Let's dismiss this myth, these myths. God just does not only talk to the born again. I said God just does not only talk to the born again. It is possible to know God and to know the Lord, sorry, and yet God will have a conversation and an encounter with his creation, which means whatever he wants to do to get your attention, he will use that what he knows you can handle to surrender your will to his. God, the only God manifested in flesh, is thinking about you. I want that to marinate about you, saints of God. I said, God, the only wise God, the God manifested in flesh, is thinking about you. I want you to ask your neighbor, why? Come on, talk to somebody and say, why? Yes, why? Because you are worth thinking of. I wish I had somebody can agree with you today and talk back to the Lord today. He says, the reason why I'm thinking about you is not because you have a pedigree behind your name. It's not that because you have done so good of a thing in your life. You have helped people. You have established good deeds that makes you worthy to come to perform my presence and perform me to speak to you. The reason why I have a designed plan to think about you is because you are worth thinking of. I have scripture to verify what I'm about to say. Jeremiah 29 verse 10 and 11 says, For thus saith the Lord, that after the 70th year by accomplished 
at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. For I know. For I I know, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Ghost. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Come on. The only, the only thing that we know is God is getting the glory today. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you, look at your name and say, give you an unexpected end. That's why. Suicide is not an option. That's why giving up is not an option. I come to let the devil know today that if you think that giving up is the option for your life, I cancel it in Jesus' name right now. Hallelujah. I said suicide is not my portion because I serve a God that is mindful of me. The writer David said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Nor the son of man that thou hast visited in him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. And have crowned him with glory. Look at your neighbor and say, Your life is worth living. I said, Look at somebody and say, Your life it's worth living. I come to declare to you that that no weapon that is formed against you, uh, no devil in hell, uh, not your past, uh, not your present, uh, not your future, no demon from darkness uh, shall be able. Are you praying for me today? Uh, I got to get this off my chest right now. Uh, Hallelujah. Listen, I know some of you have were born in the church and feel as if you have left God. I'm not going to declare you as a backslider because backsliding has really nothing to do with you particularly. It dealt with a nation. A nation. We have too many prodigals that want to stay out there and feel as if they have not worthy to come back home. I come to declare to you today, it's time to come back home. It's time to come back home. I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm not talking about next month. I'm talking about today. If you have left away from your first love, I come to let you know, God loves you enough to be thinking about you. You don't have to say, I'm not good enough to turn back to God. Look at my mistakes. Uh, when I come to death, he has wounded. Uh, for my transgressions, uh, he was bruised. Uh, for my iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon and by his strength. I feel that God wants to burst through in Hamilton, in Christ Center Church. Uh, because I don't know about you, let you let you know. There's a lot of apostolic churches that are not moving in this atmosphere or moving in this area. They have the name, but they don't have the mission. They have the name, but they don't have the mindset to serve God. 
And if we are the only hope for those who left to come home, I don't care where you come from. I don't care where your name was. It's time to be saved. This is the house of restoration. This is the house where I don't care what you look like. You got to come in here. I don't care if you had made a mistake. God needs your attention today. God is so good that he will take your brokenness and turn your brokenness into a testimony. And if the Lord is concerned about your expected end, would not he be concerned about the security of your future? God is fully invested in you. Let me say that again. God is fully invested into one that will seek him. There are no eight steps to God. No, no. There's no, there's no hoops and all kind of things, trickery, no, no kind of gimmicks to get to him. The Bible says it is without faith. It's impossible to please him. He that cometh to God must first believe, have the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them, of them, not just of them. So it's not just you alone, but as many as our God shall call, for as many as desire to be led by the Spirit of God, they will become the sons of God. God has created mankind to not only glorify and obey him, but its heartbeat is to have intimate relationship and fellowship with him. How he has an intimate relationship and fellowship with you, only you can testify to that. A lot of us like to experience, say, well, it ain't like what I see other people's anointing is. I can't capture like how that person manifests when God uses them. Saints of God, stop comparing yourself. Stop limiting yourself. Stop causing yourself to be, uh, 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 have a mindset as if you're captive because you're intimidated by progress. You have to decide within yourself that it does not matter if I can't even say a sentence before God. If my heart and my mind is at a place where, God, I just want you. I don't know how to describe I don't know how, what to do for your kingdom. But, but I'm available because my desire is to please you. That's more than something of getting of other value of if I got an education, I have something to, to, to prove I'm worthy. Listen, listen, we're justified by faith and faith alone. Not by works lest any man should boast. I come to put something in your spirit. There's a difference in the context of spiritual things, of God using a person to speak through them, than the self-influence of their own. Truth is the measuring requirement to ultimately get God's assignment accomplished through the plan of mankind. God by no means forced anyone to obey him. He gives a man a choice 
always to decide upon after I had spoken to do what I said or don't do. I was meditating on these two thoughts. Not me, but the Spirit of God was beckoning to inform the church and to, to advise them as God had planted this assignment that there is two areas we have to be careful of. The sin of omission and the sin of commission. The sin of omission. The sin of omission. I'm going to start with commission. Let's start with commission. The sin of commission is intentionally and willfully acting to fail to obey God's law. Simple as that. It is, again, intentionally, willfully, an act or a failure to obey God's law and yet fulfill your desires, basically. Humanity first, we've seen the sin of commission happen first. When Adam, Adam, not Eve, Adam, disobeyed the command of God. For the command was gave to the man and not the woman. And once he ate of the forbidden fruit, that's when their eyes became open. That was the sin of commission. Now the sin of omission is quite different. The sin of omission reflects on the book of James chapter 4 verse 17. And I'll give you the, the, the background. It says, any lack of conformity to God's law or failure to do what God commands for you to do. In the English Standard Version Scripture, in James 4, verse 17, it says, So whosoever or whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Saints of God, it's not just good to come to church. We heard a few weeks ago, we ain't supposed to be churchgoers. It's not good enough to be churchgoers. It is only our responsibility that we know that not just coming to church, but having active desire of relationship with God, not just during the week, but whatever he has called us and he has spoken us to do, we do it. Because delayed obedience is disobedience at all in itself. We have to decide what kind of movement we want to be a part of. Are we just going to be the statistics or we're going to be the energizers that move a generation? Because statistically, churches in attendance are declining. But if you ask the question, it's not a matter of the statistical attendance declining. What happened to the mission of that very church? And is that church following God's law and God's word? And we got to decide within ourselves. That is it going to risk us that much that when we have a desire to do something in God's house, but we say, you know what? No, no, it's not my place. It's not, it's not, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't. Every time you're asked, you're beckoned, and I'm not talking about someone asking you to do something, but if you know the presence of God has been speaking to you lately, and you look within yourself and say, man, I, I just don't, I don't feel I'm adequate. 
come to tell you, saints of God, you gotta kill that today. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cause that to be submitted under the, under the will and under the mind of God. Lay it at the altar and say, God, if I have to make it right, I will make it right, but I will not cause myself to be hindered and not obey and not do what you've called me. Because it's better than I wasn't even born if I do not do the will of God if he spoke to me to say it and I deliberately, willfully not obey and move as he so desires. Am I asking you to say, thus saith the Lord, no, that's not your place. Not your place. You have to be filled with the Holy Ghost before you can say, thus saith the Lord. But does God yet stop speaking to you for you to do something for him? No! Because he made a purpose that through man he will be glorified. He left so that he will ascend and give us, give us the assignment. And once you've been filled with the Spirit, once you get into the body, once you put on Jesus' name in baptism, when you become born of spirit and born of the water, then you can now enter just enter, not even below. You can just enter into the door to be a candidate to be used for God's glory. We come to charge the saints of God that sabbaticalism needs to stop. What I mean by sabbatical, that means you're going to take a season, you're going to take a time. Listen, if you take a time off in this season of your life, you don't know if it could be the most, it could be a fatal experience or fatal encounter that you may not even get a chance to come back. I've seen it personally. People I grew up with. I have someone in this audience who literally I almost grew up with. And he can testify. We have seen countless of persons in our age group that walked and knew what this way was. And casually they took their self because they became of age. And they felt as if, you know what? I can make my own decision. I can, I can decide what I want to be. I can choose where I want to live. I, I can choose the church I want to be a part of. I, ha- I don't have to believe whatever uh, the man or woman of God that was said over my life had to say. I can decide for myself. And that one decision, that one decision got them off track. That one decision got them off kilter. That one decision got them to a place where they now say, you know what? I, I remember when I was active. I was on fire for God. I had that passion. It's like, it's, like, it's like the church in, in, in the book of Revelation, chapter 1, that talk about the church of Ephesus that, 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 that knew everything that, and, 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 and stood for us for what the truth was. But the scripture says, he said, I have something against you. I had something against you, that church of Ephesus, that church that was standing strong. It looked like a strong church, but internally, internally, there, was, there were some things I had to address. Your love for me was yet, uh, it was like a stalemate situation. Saints of God, I, I know you're dressed up right. I know you got on the tie, got on the suit, got on everything that is put together. But I want to dress inside of your life today. Are you okay within yourself? They lost the first love. And in this climate of a world we're living in, who is on the precipice for the unveiling of the son of perdition. Listen, saints of God, just in case you didn't know Jesus is coming again. And he's coming for the church. The church. 
Not all will see him once he comes. Because the scripture thus says, he shall, he shall ascend, he shall descend from heaven with a shout. We won't be shouting, he will shout. Hallelujah. At the voice of the archangels. And the dead in Christ shall be risen first. And we who are alive and remain. I wish somebody was more happier than that. <laughs> we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. Hallelujah. But not everyone is going to be caught up, saints of God. What you're seeing is a foreshadow of the chaos that will happen. If you're seeing the vision now, as, as Minister Scarlett talked about in before we had service, that the country is ripped apart. If you thought it could get easy now, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is very hard. And I'm going to tell you, saints of God, if you refuse to accept what God is trying to tell you today, not because it's me, forget about me. Listen to God speaking to your heart. He's trying to let you understand that you are important enough to yet be a part of God's kingdom. It's not time for you to look and be of two opinion, as the scripture did say. It's time to know if Baal will be your God. You have to choose today. It's going to be Baal or it's going to be the God of the love. Come to tell you, saints of God, our pastor is saying something to us. The man of God is being saying to us, and, and I'm jumping ahead from what God was instructing me. I don't know what the Lord is doing, but he's doing something. I come to let you know, saints of God, that the scripture is very accurate when it came to the story of the parable with the rich man and Lazarus. I come to touch you. I want to touch a nerve, not me. The Spirit of God wants to touch you, tug on you. The rich man, there was a rich man who had everything to life. And there was a poor man named Lazarus. And he begged, he begged, he begged. He had sores and the dogs were licking it. I'm just generalizing the story in Luke chapter 16. You can read it on your spare time. And at some point, they died. The Lazarus, the poor man died, and, and the rich man died, and, and he decided to say, saints of God, the rich man fell into the place of hell, and Lazarus fell or went into the bosom of Abraham. And jumping ahead in the scriptures, the rich man got to a point where he asked, he asked Father and Abraham, he asked them, can you send help for me? Can you send water to a touch of water, dip it in your finger and, and touch my mouth. Saints of God, he asked them, I am tormented in this place. I'm screaming in this place. I don't thought that my life was all going to end up being like this. I want to tell you, saints of God, you are an eternal spirit. You will have a memory left in your life. Your physical body may drop off, but your memory will not cease. You're going to remember the time when the opportunity was to get saved and you refused to accept them. You're going to remember the time when you saw the praise and worship teams rejoicing. You saw the musicians playing. You heard the preached word of God ministered. And you just sat there and never responded. The rich man asked him. Can you find someone? Send Lazarus. Tell Lazarus, can you, 
Can you dip your finger and reach me? Because I'm suffering. And the, and the, and the God, this isn't God was ever spoken, but the, the, the voice came back to him. The voice, the voice spoke back to him and said, listen, don't call. Don't call my brethren. Or he said, don't worry about your brethren. Because he asked for his brethren. Tell my five brothers, don't come here. He said, can you remind them to, to tell others that don't get to where I was? I know I'm jumping ahead, but God is so good. I'm filled with this word. He said, listen, tell my brethren, just don't come here where I am. Make sure you do everything that was right, what was supposed to be done in your life, so that you don't end up with the mistakes that I made. I don't end up with the misopportunities that I had. Don't, don't end up like here. He said, listen. And here's my point when it comes back to our pastor, is, I believe, is in the will of God. He said, we don't need to contact your brethren. Your family ain't good enough. Or your family right now at this point, the door has been shut. You wasted your time. He said, listen, they got the Moses and the prophets. They have Moses and the prophets. Moses was a typology of Christ. Moses was God's mouth. Moses was God's mouthpiece. The prophets spoke what God called them to speak. If we should bring it to today, our Moses and our prophets is one who stands behind a sacred desk. Not build up a platform for themselves, but stand in between. They give themselves to this. They don't got credentials just because they can minister and preach and get you happy. They have surrendered their will to what God has called them. The rich man said, you can't even get. No, he said, I have closed the door on you. I have Moses and the prophets to preach to your brothers who cannot understand where you are. Saints of God, some of you may have a lost. I got to get intimate. I, I may get some backlash for this. But it is what it is. I have a grandmother. Some people know my gra- grandmother that passed away in the pandemic. I know one person particularly, few of you, and they know her for many, many years. And uh, I am not the Lord and I will not be God. But as I got older in the church and began to have a serious relationship with God, in my own family, this is why I did in personal saints of God, let's connect what the Spirit is saying to the church with this story of the rich man and his brothers. My sibling, my, my grandmother, born in the church, raised my dad and, my, and his brothers. And uh, as time went, it seemed as if it was only left that the ways of which my grandmother had shown my, her, her sons and, and sons and half-daughter, in a sense, only seemed right now. I said, just right now, there is hope. Right now, if you should find out that my family is not 
together in terms of my father's side. It's not together. I'm just going to say it. It's not because there has been a demonic attack that has been sown for generations. And right now, it takes only a manifestation from God to get some people in our family their attention. And, it, and, and, and I'm so blessed because I thought the theology of saying, well, it's my responsibility. I got to make sure they say, saints of God, I can't save anybody. It only takes the spirit of God. It takes the father to draw. And I've been stressing. I said, man, I'm in, I, I seek, saints of, I just seek to follow your commands. I made mistakes. Because listen, that spirit wanted to attack my generation because it's a part of the seed where I'm coming from. She refused to put her hand to the ground and said, listen, you're not doing this. And only as I speak, my father is standing strong in the church. This is not a game we're playing today. The man of God, Elijah, the prophet of God, was against a spirit. And that spirit has no boundaries. It's not neither male nor female. But in the Old Testament, it manifested in a woman called Jezebel. And that spirit not just only manifested in Jezebel, that spirit manifested in the last, or the, one of the churches, in the last of seven churches in Asia Minor. The church was called the Church of Thyatira. And that spirit began to have influence in the city and in the community. Saints of God, trust me. We come to cancel every spirit of Jezebel that wants to speak over your generations today. The spirit of Jezebel wants to cancel and wipe out everything you know that when it comes to serving Jesus Christ. It wanted to, listen, it was so influential that the man of God ran after declaring it's going to rain, not rain, for three and a half years, a drought, a drought will happen. And in Mount Carmel, he defended the living God against the 450 of the prophets of the grove of, of Ashereth and of the grove 400 prophets of Baal. And that one encounter, after seeing God, man, he literally said, listen, if your God be God, call on him. I'll wait all night. You call on him. The sense of God, people believe this such that they begin to cut themselves to a God of statue. Can you believe today, saints of God? That's why I can't get so comical when people are believing whatever they want to believe. Because they are devotedly committed to a lie. They are being deceived. But they are devotedly committed. When you look at someone going to a supermarket, and it is about almost a hundred degrees, it's almost a hundred degrees outside, and you see them dressed in all black, and all you can see is their only eyes, but they dare to go out the, out the street dressed in all black. For what? Because something was in their heart. They were convinced that whatever that religion told me to do, they just followed. Saints of God, 
these people in the scriptures caught themselves because they were ready to defend the God that they believed. Elijah stood and said, call on him. Okay, you had your time. It's time. He told them to get, the, get the, everything ready. Prepare the trenches. Dig deep. Four pitches is a typology even of the church. If you look at it, it's significant when it comes to numbers. And the God that answered by fire consumed the sacrifice. And it was until then, a few hours later, a messenger from the king's house. That spirit influenced even marrying a king. She was a Phoenician woman. She was, listen, saints of God, that, listen, it, oh Lord have mercy, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Listen, saints of God, that spirit influenced even in the marriage of this man. Who's supposed to turn to God? He was marrying someone who was turning him away from God. Saints of God, in this day and time, I know this is hard. I don't know what, I don't want to preach this, but, but even in my life, I got to be convicted. If I'm going to make sure in this time to have relationship and making disciples, I cannot be led by what they're doing. I must find a way by the Spirit of God to help me to bring someone in. It's too risky to be led and carried away by someone who survived those. King Ahab said, go ahead, woman, do whatever you want. Basically, do whatever you want. It's a multicultural church, so that's a little past what I know. Do whatever you want, if that is such. Do whatever you want. And she sent a messenger. Listen, I, I'm not Jamaican, so let's, just, let's keep it out there. The messenger, the messenger was sent to warn the man, the man of God, that, that she's going to come and kill you. And you're not, your life ain't going to make it. I, listen, you're, you're, I'm going to serve you to the feast of the air. And what she did, she sent the message. And the man of God, after seeing fire fall from heaven, consume the sacrifice. And after God, he ran for his life because a voice was speaking. Saints of God, you have two voices either you're going to heed to. You're either going to heed to the voice and the influence that leads you into darkness. Or you're going to lead and hear the voice that is trying to get your attention today. That will bring your life and your family's life. It took one Bible study. To not cause Lydia, just Lydia, the woman seller of purple in, in, in that city, that city, that same Thyatira. Yes, that woman Lydia was saved by the Bible study that Paul gave. That woman caused her whole family to get saved. One Bible study. I don't know if it was one, but that experience, saints of God, that's how much voices matter. I'm just trying to beckon and encourage you, saints of God, today. As I believe the Spirit of God wants to say more. I have, oh gosh, am I. But I want to get your attention today that he's trying to let you know that today, if you perceive and hear the voice of God, if you understand God is trying to talk to you, there's a point I want to make, and I want to close by this. God was telling me and instructing me to help the church. What is perceived as the loudest voice in your life? Is the voice that is the voice that becomes the Lord of your life. 
but let's say that one more time. What is perceived as the loudest voice in your life that may become the Lord of your life? If you allow it to become the Lord of your life, it then controls your very element, how you wake up, how you think, how you perceive. Listen, we have so many persons today that have a disdain against the church of God, and they were born right in the church. You have never seen it today. There is such a distaste. Everything is a, I block you. I do all this kind of stuff that is not, it, it, it can't come to a vessel that, 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 that God, that God had, had, had that redeemed. It's a other spirit. A spirit of Jezebel that want that just provide false teaching, false doctrine, false everything. It becomes the Lord. Everybody wants Jesus as their Savior. If you notice, even to people who get awards, people who accomplish in life, they want, they want, they want, they want to, to say, I thank my Lord. I'm sorry, I want my, I thank my Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. But you can say you thank him for his Savior. But can he now become the Lord of your life? Will you dictate the very desires and the, and the concepts and the way you think, the way you perceive? It's okay. A lot of people want him as their savior, but won't, don't want him as their Lord. And when it comes to coming to the body and the kingdom, you have to choose today. Would you want the Lord to be the Lord of your life? And I promise you, saints of God, if you make him the Lord of your life, trust me, you'll end up like the rich man. Who have to look into hell and say, hey, can someone restore me? Can someone save me? Can someone redeem me? Because at some point, Moses and the prophets are going to take and leave the scene. And if you don't decide today, if you don't decide to make a change today, you're going to see a church that's empty. A building that's empty. A building, not the church, a building. And the church has disappeared. If you blink your eye, just blink. That's how fast. If you just blink, that's how quickly we're leaving this place. I come to declare to you, saints of God, be of good cheer. The Lord is thinking about you. I come to instruct you one more thing. And God, you get the glory. It is never wise. Or suggested to ignore the voice of God that is speaking in your life. How many times? Hallelujah. God has been speaking through this man of God. Or who has come. And the choice it is. Literally, saints of God, I'm, I'm telling you, we got to pray. We got to pray. Because, listen. He's in the will of God, and God is going to keep him. But we got to pray for Pastor Strength. We have to pray for those who serve. Minister Scarlet Strength, Sister Scarlet Strength, Brother Tasker, Sister Hasker Strength. Anyone who comes to serve in this capacity, pray, pray, saints, pray, pray, because because it can take Brother Kellerman's strength because it can take a physical toll on someone. But saints of God, how long, how long are you going to decide? There's a scripture that talks about the watchman. 
It talked about those who watch, those who are called to watch, and they are to forewarn. Not to tell you when the danger happening. It is to forewarn. That means danger is, it could be years ahead. But because they made a warning, the scripture says the guilt, the blood, the responsibility, the accountability won't be on their shoulders. Won't be on your shoulders. There are a lot of gifted people in this church. A lot of special, unique people in this church. Find your calling. Find your purpose. Stop quenching. Stop hindering yourself. If you need to be baptized today, get baptized. If you need the Holy Ghost, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him. Stop waiting to come to a Pentecostal altar to get the Holy Ghost. You can get the Holy Ghost in your bathroom. I come to speak radically. You can get the Holy Ghost in a grocery store. Listen, saints of God, we are part of a movement that I'm telling you, to hear testimonies of people get the Holy Ghost in doctor's office, I want to stand on my head right now. I said, God, what am I doing in the kingdom? For them to pray through people in doctor's office, saints of God, it's not time to delay. We're no different from anywhere in the country. We're no different. We have the same red blood. We still, listen, saints of God, stop making excuses for ourselves. It's time to make a a difference. It's time to be mission-minded. It's time to have the mind of Christ. It's time, saints of God, that if you're not in the battle, let's get in the battle. Delay is not an option. For delayed obedience may be disobedience. What you delay today can be fatal tomorrow. What you delay today could be fatal tomorrow. Is there anyone here? Please stand. This is the hour where God is trying to get your attention. If you need the Lord today, I didn't intend to make you jump and, and scream and make you, make you feel crazy. I'm like, I want to challenge the way you think. Challenge you. Challenge us. This week, challenge us. Challenge us. All it takes is taking the away of it. I said, Lord, Samuel did not understand the voice of God. He went to his mentor. He called him three times. He said, listen. He said, the next time you hear the Lord speak, you're going to say, hear thy servants speak. Hear thy servant hearing. Speak, Lord, thy servant hearing. Excuse me. Speak, Lord, thy servant hearing. Saints of God, trust me. Where you are in your relationship with Christ does not define you in terms of where you stand in terms of with God. Because God is concerned about you. He has a purpose for you. It's up to you to make the decision. Sometimes you don't hear messages like this preached, and it's been preaching. But you have to decide today if you're going to yet take on the name of Jesus. I invite you first. If you want to say, I'm saying, you know what? The life I've been living, I'm, I'm, I'm dissatisfied. I'm not getting anywhere with it. I've been thinking about getting baptized. I'm thinking about giving my life. I, I'm, I'm concerned because there's so many people watching me. Listen, saints of God, if, you're, if you were on fire, what would you do? Would you stay stationary? You would find somewhere to, to, get, to get assistance. You would call whatever it takes. Saints of God, it's today. It's today. Stop delaying. When you need the Holy Ghost, stop. If we, we wait, we tarry. We tarry. The scripture says, tarry out at Jerusalem. And until you're being endued with power from on high. Is there anyone here as I leave? Is anyone here that has knowing the call of God has been calling you? You've been sitting here. You've been talking to your wife. I've been talking to your husband. You've been talking to your children about getting your life to the Lord. Give your life. 
Trust me, I was listening. Saints of God, you know how radical um, I came up in this, in this thing? Literally, I was given judgment. If I didn't get baptized this week, I was going to be remaining in the house the next week. I said, you're going to get baptized today. Saints of God, we don't live in that time. I understand. I understand. Every parent is different. But listen, saints of God, I thank God for the fear of God. I thank God for the fear of God that was put in my heart. You ain't got to understand it because that's, that's applicable for those who experience. You're no different. My mom ain't greater than any of you. My father ain't greater than any of you. Saints of God, it's just the way that I was exposed. I had no choice. If I wanted to backslide, listen, I wouldn't exist, exist right now. That's how strict, that's how strict I came up. You'll be finding out on your own. Listen, it was even to the point where I got married to my wife. Trust me, I, it ain't play. But that is another story for another time. But I come to tell you, saints of God, listen, I want you to know that God is going to call you to this time. Is there anyone here? Is there anyone here? Is there anyone here who need prayer? Who need prayer in your walk with God? You are hearing the voice of God, but you need direction. You just need encouragement. Come to this altar. Come to this altar. Come to this altar. If you need the Holy Ghost, if you know you haven't spoken another language, if you've not spoken in another tongue, come to this altar. I come to encourage saints of God that your wor- life is worth living. Your life is worth living. Your life is worth living. Hallelujah. Come on. You heard the word. You heard the word. You heard the word. Don't look around anyone else. Even if you have to close your eyes and walk to the altar. Close your eyes and walk to the altar because there's somebody. Somebody need a touch of the Lord. Somebody need prayer. Somebody need to hear from the Lord today. Is there anyone here? Is there anyone here? Trust me, the door of grace is going to be closing. The door of grace is going to be closed. You may think you've been baptized correctly, but if you haven't been baptized correctly, trust me, we need to put you in the name. Put you in the name. Not in the titles. Not in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You need in the name. In the name. In the name of Jesus. We can baptize you. We have the clothes ready for you. Trust me, if you should hear his voice, if you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, if you hear his voice, calling you, come to the altar, come to the altar, come to the altar, come to the altar, if you hear his voice, in Jesus' name, God bless you, God bless you, put your hands together, put your hands together, everyone's all right here, let's give God a praise, let's give God a high praise, in Jesus' name. Brother Kellerman, if you can come, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Still, okay, you have the opportunity to come. To come while you may be found. Seek ye the Lord. If you heard his voice today, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation. God has sent you a message today. He's trying to draw people to him. Unless he draws you, you can never come. You have the opportunity today. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. If you heard his voice today, harden not your heart. Remember the children of Israel? Remember all those that have gone before us? They rejected this voice. What happened to them? They all perished. Now is the accepted time. Our God loves us. He cares for us. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, that by these we might be partakers of his divine nature. God has given us Romans chapter 12 and verse 3 says a measure of faith. And we all need to exercise this measure of faith today. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. 
He that comes to God, he that comes to God, must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer in this missile today. But before we do, remember that we have parties on sale. Okay? So, <laughs> you can enjoy yourself when, we're, when we leave here today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer in this missile. Mighty God, we love you. Lord, we honor and adore you. Thank you, Lord God, for the man that you have called today to minister to your people. Thank you, Lord God, for inspiring him and for giving him the wisdom to speak your words today, Almighty Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your guidance and your directions that you have given us today. Help us, Almighty God, to hide your words in our heart that we might not sin against you. Help us to walk by faith and not by sight, Lord God. O Abba Father, in faith we look to you for your guidance and your directions, Almighty God. Lord, we ask, Almighty Father, that you cover us this week. For those that are traveling, we ask, Almighty God, that you give them traveling mercy. Watch over our going out and our coming in from this time 14 forevermore. Abba Father, have your way in our lives and let your perfect will be done. All these favors and mercies we ask of you today. And we give you thanks, Almighty God, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We say, Amen. Amen. You're dismissed. The wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Be saved.